0: Hi, welcome to a special bonus episode of Scope of Practice, a podcast that typically opens the window for an inside look at different practice groups and the lives of attorneys in those groups here at Ropes & Gray. I'm Yoni Levy, an associate in Boston, and today we have a special feature episode, On Campus Interviews. The remarkable whirlwind dance of law firms hiring bright, aspiring young minds from law school is just around the corner. And we thought it would be a great opportunity to take a pause from our regular focus and have a chat to give an inside view in respect of on-campus interviews. On this episode, I'm pleased to be joined by one of our on-campus interviewers, Crystal LaRoche, who's a counsel in a real estate group based in New York. But before we get into our deeper conversation with Crystal, why don't we hear some quick tips and tricks for interviewing from our hiring partners across our offices.
1: Hi, I'm Jeremiah Williams, a partner in a litigation and enforcement group in the Washington, D.C. office of Ropes & Gray. And my interview tip for candidates is to really take your time and research the firm before your interview. There are two reasons to do this. One, it shows the law firm that you're really interested in them. Second, it helps you ask more specifically tailored questions that are going to be better at enabling you to determine whether the law firm is a good fit for you.
2: Hi, I'm Jenny Rakoski, a partner in the Boston office of Ropes & Gray. I would encourage law students to come prepared with questions, not just general ones about training, mentoring, and how assignments are allocated, but questions that will help you get a better sense of whether a particular firm might be the right place for you to practice. Firms are really different, and asking good questions is the best way to learn whether a firm has the right elements for you to thrive. Your thoughtful questions will also give your interviewers more insight into you and what makes you
1: tick. I'm Peter Erickson, and I'm Ropes & Gray's hiring partner. I believe there are many different ways to succeed at Ropes & Gray, and for that reason, I believe there are many different ways to interview with us successfully. But if I had to name one thing I look for when talking with law students, it would be enthusiasm. Enthusiasm for our work, enthusiasm for working in teams. I like to say that there are no prerequisites for Ropes and Gray. You don't need to know business or finance or whatever. We supply everything, but we can't supply the enthusiasm that we hope our recruits will bring with them. Hi, it's Matt Richards. I'm a partner in the Private Capital Transactions Group in the Chicago office, and I also serve as one of the office hiring partners for Chicago. I'd say it's always appreciated when you send just a little note to the people you interview with, and I think the best thing you can do is send as much of a personalized note as you can pick up on maybe a little personal anecdote you discussed with your interviewer or a particular practice group interest or something like that, something to make the note just a little bit more personal than a form note. Just going that little extra step I think will be really appreciated and distinguish your interview from, frankly, a lot of interviews that someone might have had that day or that week. And while it takes, you know, just a little bit of extra time the little bit of extra effort can be worth it. Thanks and good luck.
0: Great. Hopefully you enjoyed hearing those tricks and tips from a variety of hiring partners across our U.S. offices. Now stick around for a deeper dive discussion with Crystal LaRoche. Hi, Crystal. Thanks for joining me.
2: Hi, Yoni. Pleasure to be here.
0: Okay. Why don't we jump right into um, what I think people want to know the most, which is When you're doing interviews, what are you looking for in a candidate? What makes someone stand out in your eyes?
2: So a few of the things that I look for first is poise and presence. And then as far as responses to questions, I'm looking for thoughtfulness, intelligence, and honestly, that you took the time to know something about the firm, that you don't come in thinking that you know, we are exclusively a bankruptcy-centered firm because that's not what we do. Uh, or thinking that, you know, we only have offices in Boston because also not accurate. So, I, you know, I, I need to know that you know a little bit about where you're interviewing and why. I would say that it really comes across well when I, as an interviewer, have a candidate who is genuinely interested in ropes who genuinely shows that they have not only done, you know, bare level research, but they are similarly committed to pro bono work or, you know, they saw ropes at an on-campus event and noticed that we have a commitment to diversity based on information that they got from people who worked at the firm or information that they saw on a website. Anything to let your interviewer know that, you are genuinely interviewing at Rokes and Gray or whatever firm you're interviewing at, as opposed to just another firm to check a box and fill an interview slot. I think that is just a good best practice to have when doing an on-campus interview.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, I think you'll get more out of each of your interviews uh, if you're prepared for them and you have a reason why you want to do that interview than you will with a, you know, a scattershot approach of just interviewing at as many places as possible, but not really being prepared. Um, and I think a lot of that is for the reason that you said, um, that we want to see that you're interested. And, and a lot of that is because of what it's like to be an interviewer, which is you're going through a lot of people in one day, talking to a lot of them, and you're just looking for things that stick out, that you can remember that you know made an impression on you. And I think some of the things that we're looking for are things we touched on earlier, which are, you know, do I get along with you? Do you seem like you're put together, like you're smart? You know, all of that good stuff. But also just want to know that you're actually interested in Ropes & Gray. You're actually interested in the firm you're interviewing with. And, you know, to some degree that you're interested in the office you're you're looking at, that you're targeting, right? Especially when you're seeing so many people in one day. Maybe you could talk a little bit about what impresses you the most in an interview.
2: I am always impressed with people who have answers that do not sound rehearsed but do sound polished and that is a difficult thing to do to achieve but I would say it is critical if you can do it if you can have answers that are polished without sounding perfected without sounding rehearsed and canned then you will have a good interview And as long as you are your authentic self and you are not trying to fit into the box that you think the interviewer is looking for, um, I think you'll have a good interview. And if you were wrong, then that's 20 minutes out of your life that you can never get back and 20 minutes of the interviewer's life that they can never get back. So be authentic, ask good questions and answer in an authentic way real way that you may practice, but shouldn't sound canned. I hope that was helpful.
0: Thanks, Crystal, that's helpful. I agree, authenticity is critical. Some of the game here is just finding the right environment that'll be best suited for you to excel. Different workplaces have different approaches and feels, and you wanna find a place that will be well-suited for you to excel personally and professionally. And that's what we're looking for on our side of the table too. Uh, You're working long hours with people at a law firm on difficult, tense projects that are challenging. And we want to see that you're the kind of person who will excel under the environment that we've created here at the firm and who can work with us to get through challenging situations. I think you mentioned some, Crystal, some points about knowing about the firm. So I think it's a good opportunity to talk a little bit about the kinds of things you can do to prepare for an interview. Um, I think you can do lots of research on the firm and try to get to know the work that it does. As you mentioned, do you have suggestions on how people can get to know more about firms generally?
2: Well, more about firms generally. I think Google is your friend. Um, You can always go onto the internet and look up a firm. You can look it up both on their website as well as in legal periodicals that come out because people from firms often write articles. You know, We are active in the legal community. And I think many firms, particularly the ones that are conducting on-campus interviews are active in the legal community. They will often also host events at the schools. And so show up at those events and meet people because the only way to to get to know a firm beyond what's available on the internet and through a web search is to actually come in contact with the people who work there. And outside of the interview process, there are often opportunities to do that at events, receptions, um, panels, webinars, uh, so that you can see how, how the people at a firm engage with others, both publicly and privately.
0: Yeah, I think those were some great points. I've plugged multiple times on this podcast before that ropesgrayrecruiting.com is a great place to learn about Ropes and Gray in addition to our general website. Um it's more focused on the recruiting aspect of it, but I totally agree going to events to meet people and get to know them is helpful for that background information and what the firm does and what kind of environment it provides. You know, what's the feel you get from people who you talk to? Are they sharp? Do they seem harsh? Do they seem relaxed? In general, does it seem like they create an environment that will be best suited for you to uh, not only succeed, but thrive personally and professionally? And on top of that, you know one of the easiest ways to make a interpersonal connection with the person interviewing you or any of the people you meet in the interview process is to talk about other people that you know at the firm right? People love to play geography and know people who who you know and you know people that they know. Um, And an easy way to do that is to go to events and start meeting people and just start networking. You know, I think it could be easy to fall back on these on-campus interviews as an opportunity to just sort of saunter your way through the interview season without having to do sort of any of the legwork. But I think the legwork really pays off both for yourself in terms of getting to know people, but also in terms of making connections that you can, you know, reference in your interview to show that you're interested in the firm, reference in your interview to try and make a personal connection with the person you're interviewing with, um, and sort of get a sense also, do people in the firm know each other, right? I mean, if you've met 30 people, and you mention them, and the person you're talking to hasn't met a single one of them, that could be a sign also. There's lots of information that can be gained from going to even these casual events at a bar or a mixer at at your law school.
2: One thing I wanted to add to that is also talking to students who have summered at the firm that you're considering interviewing with is another good way to learn about it uh, and to get some uncensored kind of feedback because it will give you a sense of whether they had an enjoyable experience an unenjoyable experience, whether they generally felt integrated or that the firm was taking steps to attempt to integrate them into the practice and give them a view of of what life is like as an associate uh, at the the applicable law firm. So I would say talking to people at your school who have summered or uh, interned at the law firm that you're interviewing with is another way to get to know the firm.
0: Yeah, I think that's a great idea. Um, just circling back to the website for a minute, um, I just wanted to say also, I know it can be hard maybe to sort through a website. There's lots of them. Every firm has you know, at least one website um, with lots of information on it. But I think the key to that is to trying to, is trying to focus in on what are the things that the firm you're looking at is proudest of, right? What are the things that appear on the front page? What are the rankings that they tout, right? Ropes for, you know, most of my career has been focused on what our diversity rankings are, shows that diversity is very important to us. We've been focused on the fact that we're always ranked in the top firms in terms of best places to work in terms of associate happiness, right? That was a big factor for me and a big sign for me that that's something that the firm values, um, other firms might tout different things that they're the proudest of, right? And that's a sign for the alignment of the values of the firm. What are the things that the firm is proudest of that you can mention when someone asks you why you're interested in that firm? I, I think the other piece to preparing for an interview, um, and, and Crystal, curious for your take on this too, is not only to research the firm But sort of research yourself a little bit, right? Read through your resume. Make sure you know everything on it. Make sure you have something to say about anything that's on your resume. When you're doing these interviews, sometimes all you have is the resume. Sometimes you have a resume and a transcript. But that might be the only thing you have to go on. And you sort of don't know, don't ever really know what someone's going to pick on. Um, And so be prepared to talk about any of those.
2: Yes, I would I would agree that you should be prepared to talk about anything on your resume. If you put it there, it's because you did it. The other thing I would say is have someone else read your resume, uh, preferably a lawyer or a law student, a 3L maybe. Have someone read it and ask them what jumps out at them. Because I have read resumes of people who have, you know, their resume looks like they are for sure going into litigation. Like that's all they could possibly be interested in because they majored in political science in undergrad and they did an internship with a professor that was in a courtroom and, you know, they are clerking for a justice their first year. And it just looks a lot like this person wants to be in litigation. And then you talk to them and they say, no, I want to, you know, I want to do international copyright law. And you're like, well, how would anyone ever know that? So make sure that there's something on your resume that, or you, or you at least have a story, a, an explanation for how your resume matches up with your interests or how it doesn't, how, you know, your... Your experience may be in one thing, but you're really interested in something else. And that interest came about because of X or Y. Be able to explain any discrepancies or apparent discrepancies based on what's on your resume.
0: Yeah, I think that's great advice. And, and also just remind yourself quickly on any papers or things that you've listed in your resume. You just don't know what people are gonna ask about. Um, and it might, ha- it might just happen to be that the person you're interviewing with was also a philosophy major or has a master's in philosophy and wants to talk to you about your philosophy um, PhD. And so it's just good to make sure that you're sort of sharp on all of your own stories. Um, and in particular, I think Crystal alluded to this in um, at the end there and sort of explaining your story. I think one of the hardest things to do can be to develop the, your your answer to tell me about yourself or tell me what you're interested in. Um, so I wonder if you have any tips, Crystal, on on how to approach that sort of general question where people are asking you, you know, tell me about yourself.
2: You're going to think this is odd advice, but I would say to tell the person, have have an answer for that, have a particular story, have it be about 45 seconds to a minute long, and then ask the question of your interviewer because- that will let the interviewer know that you are interested in them as well. These on-campus interviews, much like callback interviews and interviews just in general, are conversations at the end of the day. It should flow. So I would say, be able to speak to yourself and and have three points that you wanna get across about yourself in a story format And then turn that question on your interviewer and ask them about themselves, ask them about their practice, ask them about something that they're working on. You don't have to wait for the end of the interview when the interviewer asks you, do you have any questions for me? The on-campus interview is the gating interview. So you want to get information out, but you also want to glean information yourself.
0: I totally agree. I think that was a great point about turning the question around. You know, you automatically feel like you've made a good connection with someone when you had a good conversation and the conversation just flowed. And human beings like to talk about themselves generally. So I think it's just never a bad idea to ask your interviewer about themselves. It'll make them feel more engaged in the conversation. Um, And I think that brings us to another important part of this process overall, which is trying to understand for a moment, even though of course, you're consumed with your um, desire to make a good impression, to get a good job, to get the job you want. But trying to understand for a second and imagine what it's like to be the interviewer.
2: We as interviewers are doing a ton of interviews in a row, with maybe five minutes in between, and maybe not, because often interviews, the good ones, run over by a minute. And if they run over, then you only have three minutes to. Jot down notes and then get ready for the next candidate. It is an exhausting process. So take that into account. I mean, particularly if you are towards the end of the day, understand that you may have had two or three interviews that day, but your interviewer has probably done more like 20. And at the end of the day, we are very tired. So take that into account. Know that, you know, we are people too. And just have a, a bit of having a bit of empathy showing that bit of empathy is will go a long way in being memorable to your interviewer as well as uh, engendering goodwill just overall.
0: Yeah, I, I totally agree. I always appreciate when people give a nod to that and say, "Oh, it must be a long day for you or you know, towards the end of an interview, Say something like, "I know you probably have twelve of these lined up, so I don't want to take too much of your time. But here's one question. Um, I always really appreciate. I think it shows that you're thoughtful, um, that you're that you're genuinely interested in, you know, how things are going for your interviewer, and it just helps make a make a connection and have something to discuss. Um, speaking of, you know, that comment at the end where you don't want to take up too much time with questions. What do you think about, you know, asking questions?" of your interviewer as the interviewee, Uh, are there specific questions you like to hear, questions you would avoid, Um, any any suggestions there?
2: Questions I like to hear and questions that I asked, even though it was a long time ago, but I remember asking, uh, are questions about the practice of the person that you're being interviewed by, something interesting and engaging that they're working on currently, What's their favorite part about being a lawyer at fill-in-the-blank firm? So at Ropes and Gray. Uh, what's their least favorite thing about practicing law? What has kept them engaged for as long as they have been? Um, how did you become a fill-in-the-blank lawyer? You know, did you always know you wanted to be in private equity? Did you always know you wanted to be a finance lawyer uh, since you decided to go into the law? Questions like that are, are generally very well received because they give an opportunity for the interviewer to speak about themselves and about what they do on a daily basis.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. You know, I, I think be careful not to ask questions that you could easily find the answer to on a firm's website, both because it might reflect that you haven't done enough research But also because you want to avoid questions that it seems like people are just going to get asked over and over again, um, that have no real value, but that you're just asking for the sake of asking a question. I would say along the lines of what Crystal said, to the extent you can find out in advance who your interviewers are, looking them up and knowing something about them and tailoring your question to that person will go a long way, both in terms of making a connection with them and in terms of getting you real information, right? If you find someone, you're being interviewed by someone who lateraled to that firm from another firm, right? Asking them, Oh, I saw that you lateraled into ropes and gray. I saw that you lateraled, you know, from XYZ firm. What what motivated that? Why, why did you pick this as your second firm? Um, or I saw you I saw your practice group goes across, you know, two different areas of law, which one of those is more interesting and why? You know, something that will show both that you're thoughtful and did your research, but also make a connection and also give you a really more genuine answer than, than the other questions. I think one thing to, to keep in mind when asking questions and when answering questions, which I understand can be difficult to balance with the desire to be genuine, is be authentic and genuine, but keep in mind that everything you say reflects on yourself and questions that you answer that don't seem like they're necessarily being asked for, you know, assessment purposes like might just sound like fun conversation. I assure you that that whatever your answer is will somehow reflect on who you are. And so, as an example, I ask a lot in interviews, you know, what's your favorite class in law school? What's your least favorite class in law school? And then I follow up with questions, right? And if you say your least favorite class is contracts, and I ask you why the answer should not be because contracts is hard and I didn't do well on it. Right. The, there has to be some logical reason where, oh, I didn't connect well with the way the professor did X, Y, Z, or the sp- subject matter doesn't speak to me because of such and such. Right. And and I think I tend to get those genuine answers Because I say it in a very conversational way, where it just sounds like I'm opening up and getting to know you, which I am, but your answer reflects on on you.
2: Yes, I would would add to that. Every question reflects on you. And the answer to every question that we ask is a reflection and an assessment tool for us. So one of my favorite questions to ask is, tell me something about yourself that I couldn't learn by reading your resume and or cover letter. And I asked that question for a very specific reason. I have several degrees in psychology in addition to my JD. And the way people answer that question really tells me a lot about them. So when people go way off script and start telling me about how you know they really would always rather be hiking in the Adirondacks or something, It tells me something about uh, their commitment to practicing law in the, you know, in the foreseeable future, as opposed to telling me, you know, what, what you can't necessarily tell from my resume is that I'm a first generation law student and I had to do XYZ to get here. And I'm so thrilled that I have this opportunity and I'm looking so forward to practicing in X city, or you might not be able to tell that I am, you know, I really enjoy bringing people together and I like teamwork. Those types of answers speak volumes to me about the type of person you are and your, your commitment to the law, but also your commitment to the interview process, frankly. So just careful how you answer those open-ended friendly questions.
0: Okay. So let's say you've gotten through the interview process and you're back home. How do you feel generally about people following up with you after the interview?
2: I am a fan. I am old school and I just think it's lovely when someone sends me a thank you or a, it was, it was a pleasure to meet with you. You don't have to send me a card in the mail, but an email just saying it was really nice to talk to you and learn more about your practice. I appreciated you taking the time. I like that. I may not always have an opportunity to respond, but I do like it. And I don't think anyone is upset or offended at receiving a thank you, uh, particularly by email.
0: Totally agree. And I think to the extent you can help your interviewer draw the connection between which one of your interviews that you were and your email, I think all the better, right? So if you can reference... I really enjoyed talking to you about that Monet painting that you love, right? Whatever, something unique that came up in your interview. In my eyes, that's even better because then I, I instantly remember, oh, that was this person that I talked to about mm-hmm. that. Loved that person, thought they were great. And you know, a lot of times in, my, in the back of my head, I'll say, love them. They were great. My only concern is I'm not sure how interested they are in ropes. And that kind of email sort of helps assuage that concern, right? Because you took the time to follow up with me.
2: I agree 100% with that.
0: Great. Thank you, Crystal, for joining us today and sharing your insights and tips on acing on-campus interviews. It's really been a great pleasure talking, and I'm sure our listeners learned a lot too. We hope you found this to be a helpful, insightful episode. If there's a specific topic you'd like us to cover in a future episode, be it our normal episodes or a special feature like this episode, please reach out to me directly. I'd love to hear from you. If you're a law student or recent graduate who'd like to learn more, please visit our website at www.ropesgrayrecruiting.com or check us out on Instagram at @ropesgray. You can subscribe to this series wherever you typically listen to podcasts, including on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Please look out for future episodes and share with your friends. Thanks again for listening and see you on the next episode.